This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. Today, I welcome Kristen Hatton to Author's Corner. She has written the book, Parenting Ahead, Preparing Now for the Teen Years, which is published by New Growth Press, and she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Kristen. She is a counselor and author passionate about helping families. She lives with her pastor husband, Pete, in Dallas, Texas, and together they have three young adult children and a son-in-law. Kristen is the author of other books, Getting, or rather, Get Your Story Straight, FaceTime, and the Gospel-Centered Life in Exodus for Students. So, Kristen, thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you. I am excited about our conversation. Well, I have some paperwork in front of me, and one of the uh, opening comments is, parents don't have to fear the teen years. And (laughs) apparently this is something that a lot of parents go through. And how is your book going to help them out? Well, something that I had noticed just through my own journey of parenting and um, being around other parents is just that fear of what our children are going to face in the teen years. And so often parents of younger children are just terrified of the teen years ahead. Um, And also something I noticed was that oftentimes by the time parents get to the teenage years, they just sort of throw their hands up feeling Mm. defeated and abdicate their responsibility because they just don't know what to do. It's so overwhelming. Um, And in our culture today, there is so much that we, that's outside of our control. And we worry about the choices our kids are going to make, the influence of their environment, who their friends are going to be, if they're going to hold fast to their faith, did we do enough? So all these things, safety, of course, is a huge one. Um, So in this book, I talk about one What's going on in us as the parents, and so often what is ruling our heart, and so fear and control can be a huge factor in then how we parent, and there's so much, of course, that's just absolutely outside of our control. Mm -hmm. I know that doesn't ease our fears, and yet in some sense, when we are in Christ, and we know ultimately that God is over all this, and He loves our children even more than we do, then we can more easily rest knowing that... um, that he's over this and that he's with us in this. Is part of the fear that parents are concerned that they are going to do everything right, recognizing yes. that they won't? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I talk about that in the book, too, is that we will never be the perfect parent. I mean, we are sinners, and we won't get it all right, and that's okay. But there is a huge fear, and I feel like that is a huge pressure that probably particularly moms, but also dads, experience is just, you know, feeling like we're going to scar our children if we do something wrong. And so just this almost paralyzing fear that Mm. we have to get it right. Um, And so I really want this book to be freeing to help us see that, one, we're not going to get it right, but also when we don't get it right, a shaping influence that can actually be positive even when we've sinned or done something, you know, that we didn't think was the best way of handling it, we can go back to our children and ask for forgiveness and say, I'm sorry. And that can be a huge shaping influence on our children when they see that mom and dad are not Mm -hmm. perfect, and yet they're living redemptively with us, and they're, they're helping us see, the children see, that we can come to one another and ask for forgiveness, and we should, and we can go to God um, Mm -hmm. in our sin and need. 
Well, one of the phrases that you use in your book is redemptive parenting. So why don't you uh, explain that? Yeah, it's, it goes along with what I was just saying, is that to live redemptively is to um, reflect um, the heart of the Father. And so it is to give forgiveness, it's to confess, it's to give grace, um, restoration. And so that should be a normal cycle in our households, really in all of our relationships, that when we see and are confronted with our sin, that we go to who we've offended and mm-hmm. we confess and we ask for forgiveness. And that then, you know, the one that's been um, sinned against gives grace and there's restoration. And so when that normal pattern is happening mm-hmm. in our households, our children, again, they see that, that that's how God operates, that we can go to Him in our sin, we can go boldly, mm-hmm. and that He is always giving grace and forgiveness, but it also creates in our human relationships a safety that our children know that they're accepted, that they don't have to hide in their sin, that they see us modeling um, what it is to live as a fallen Mm. human being, but is loved deeply by Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. And another one of the things you talk about to establish while the children are younger is that the word of the parent is authoritative, that um, when you when the parents say something that they mean it, that um, that way that the as the children age, they won't be as likely to dispute the authority of the parents. Can you tell us more about how that works? Yes, absolutely. Sometimes we bring more pain on ourselves in the teenage years because we take the easier route in the younger years. Mm. And so an example that I use in the book is, and this is pretty benign, and I think this is why it happens when they're younger. Say we're at the park and our child wants a snack, and we're in the middle of a conversation with other parents. And we might initially say, no, you don't need a snack, but the child keeps badgering at us. And because we don't want to have to turn away from our conversation with our friends, we give in and we give them the snack really just to get them to quit whining. Well, if that pattern continues where our children learn that if they whine enough, if they badger enough, that they will get their Mm -hmm. way, then the stakes are a whole lot higher when all of a sudden they're teenagers and the things that they're asking for um, and maybe that we're giving into has a lot um, just graver consequences. Mm. So we do have to be firm um, in our yeses and nos when they're young so that the children do learn um, to respect that and, and to not constantly be trying to get their own way. And an example, another example I use in the book is and this is also just not a big deal, and yet, um, well, I'll explain the example. So we were somewhere with our high school son, and his friend came up to his parents and said, are we going to go out to eat after this? And they said, no, we have food at home. And he, and he continued to just kind of badger at him, and so they said, okay, fine, you sure, we'll go get pizza. And, and my son said, well, what are we having for dinner? Are we going to go out to eat? And I said, no, we have food at home. And he walked away and didn't continue to ask again. Mm. And I, I see that as just the evidence of he learned when he was much younger that you ask once and you accept the answer. And that doesn't mean there's not ever time for discussion. Mm-hmm. But by and large, he's learned that our word is authority. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So we have more to talk about with Kristen Hatton, the author of Parenting Ahead, Preparing Now for the Teen Years, which is published by New Growth Press. And you're listening to Author's Corner on 91.7 FM. Well, if you happen to miss any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Kristen, you have um, obviously some good examples from your own years of parenting. You mention uh, over-parenting or under-parenting in your book. And so what does that mean? Yes. So over-parenting is another term for helicopter parenting. Okay. I think we're all pretty familiar with that, just the over-controlling. Um, under-parenting, um, unlike what it might sound, is not neglectful parenting, rather it's permissive parenting. And so we tend to go one of those ways. Sometimes in certain situations we overparent and in other situations we underparent. But um, it really, I, I, in the book, help parents understand why the underneath, why their tendency to overparent or mm. underparent is there. And so often it's what is ruling our hearts. And so, again, fear can factor in especially, well, really fear can factor in for either one of those parenting styles, but it's for totally different reasons. Mm. So, for instance, an over-parenting parent ruled by fear may try to micromanage everything because Mm. they're worried about what other people might think about their child or about them as a parent if their child is not successful or they're worried about if their child doesn't make all A's and so they're the ones that are running the homework up to school or just constantly on their kids about everything um, out of fear. The underparent can also be ruled by fear, but it may be fear that I don't want my child to not like me or mm. I am afraid of not having peace in the household. And so that parent may not have any boundaries, may not say no, may give in to their child mm. for everything because they would rather be BFFs with their child mm-hmm. instead of um, being the parent. And so it's more of a permissive letting the child do whatever they want. And so I really, in a couple chapters, to help parents explore what are those idols, what are those things ruling our hearts that are leading us to parent in the way that we are. Mm. Well, you obviously have a lot of information and helps on uh, parents. And so is this book um, only for those that have yet gone into the teen years? Or can this be used for parents that find themselves already raising teenagers? Yes, good question. Both, actually. My uh, audience that I had in mind as I was writing was really parents of younger children, so before the teen years, because of what I see happening in the teen years, and mm-hmm. we can prevent some of that way earlier, then that is awesome. However, since the book has come out and many people that are already in the teen years and even for people I know who have young adult children are reading the book and they're seeing things that, oh, gosh, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have known this or and and what I always say in the book says this too is it's never too late Mm -hmm. and so that's when then we can live redemptively and I even had someone tell me said oh gosh when my young adult child is home for the summer I want to go back and and apologize for xyz and Mm -hmm. so I, I really believe that it's never too late to change course and and this book can be helpful for parents of any age kids I mean there's a whole chapter in there talking about 
communication, how to move towards our children. So I mm-hmm. think that it doesn't matter how old our kids are. There's, there's things in here that can be helpful. And with uh, just about a minute left, uh, what is one single piece of advice that you give to new parents as they're starting out on this um, long and forever road of parenting? <laughs> Yes. Oh, goodness. Um, It's a long and hard road, that is for sure. Um, But just to be patient and steadfast and to just hang tight, knowing that God loves your children even more than you do, and that He uses all things, even our sin and struggles and our children's sin and struggles, to bring us to greater dependence on Him, and that's Mm. really right where He wants us. So just to patiently endure and to intentionally shepherd our children. So I've been talking with Kristen Hatton, the author of Parenting Ahead, Preparing Now for the Teen Years, which is published by New Growth Press. So Kristen, tell our audience how they can find out more about this book and the others that you've written. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Redemptive Parenting. I also have a website that is my name, kristenhatton.com. And the books are available on Amazon and um, at my publishers, New Growth Press. One more time, the book today is Parenting Ahead, Preparing Now for the Teen Years, and it's written by Kristen Hatton, and we do thank New Growth Press for giving us a copy of the book to talk about today. And Kristen, thank you so much for your time and for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. To our listeners, we do appreciate you tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. Join us again next time. Are you walking in everything God has for you? Hi, I'm Pastor Gary Culp, and I'd like to invite you to check out the Exceedingly Abundant Ministries podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network. This 30-minute weekly Bible study will give you time to grow spiritually and get to know God and His Word on a deeper level. God has more in store for you than you ever realized. Listen to Exceedingly Abundant Ministries today and learn about how God can do more with your life than you ever imagined.